USAA is proudly celebrating 100 years of serving the military community. It was a group of soldiers who launched USAA in 1922 by joining together to insure each other's vehicles when no one else would. Since then, USAA has grown to more than 13 million members strong. And through it all, one thing has remained. USAA is still serving the military community and their families. Find out more at USAA.com 100. Find out how to get your taxes done for free. And the Rocky Mountain Veterans Advocacy Project is here to help. That's next on the Veterans Voice. And hot. Welcome to the Veterans Voice presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center, originated from the Optum Podcast Studios in partnership with podcast channel sponsors, Medicare Mentors, Technology Partner, Colorado Computer Support, and Supporting Partner, Wirenut Home Services. And now, here's your host, Mike Lewis. The Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. We come to you from the Optum Podcast Studio at Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center, Thank you for joining us. We have a very informative program for you on today's Veterans Voice. We are going to start out with our first guest. He is joining us with AARP, and his name is Bob Stadjuhar. Bob, it's good to have you on the Veterans Voice. Thank you, Mike. I'm happy to be here. All right. We're talking about taxes. Sometimes that doesn't make people feel warm and fuzzy, but you've got some good news because you're going to help veterans maybe save some money on filing their taxes, correct? Absolutely. Everybody has to file taxes. It's like taxes and and, uh, you have to die, right? Those two things. I've heard that. But anyway, yeah, AARP Tax Aid, that's our program, was established many years ago primarily to do uh, taxes for senior citizens. Well, over the years, it's evolved, and now we will do taxes for pretty much anybody who comes in the door. But we started working at Mount Carmel back in 2019, so we've done four years already, and um, we work right at Mount Carmel. We set up our tax service right there in the facility, and uh, we're happy to do all veterans, veterans' families, and active duty military folks. Uh, In order to come to Mount Carmel for tax services, uh, you need to call the main desk at Mount Carmel, which is 719-772-7000, and ask for an appointment. The appointments begin on February 1st, and they go through the middle of April. We only work on Wednesdays, but you can come in any Wednesday and have your taxes done. Well, thank you for offering that service. That is wonderful. So when someone comes in for that appointment, they need to bring everything that they would normally bring to any tax preparer as far as their withholding forms, things like that. Exactly right. Uh, If you're still employed, you'll probably have a W-2. If you're retired, you'll probably have a Form 1099-R. Many of our folks will have Social Security uh, benefit statements. Those need to be brought in. Um, we need to see proof of Social Security numbers, and we need to have photo IDs for anyone who's going to be on the return. How long does it normally take when someone comes in for the, the appointment to getting everything ready to go ahead and file? It's typically about one hour from the time you come in until the time you leave. Now, are you also going to help people with their state tax returns? Absolutely. Uh, 
The unfortunate thing is we can only do state of Colorado returns. So if you need to file a state return elsewhere, you'll have to do that on your own, but we can file the federal return for you. All right, we'll continue with Bob in just a couple of moments. Veterans Voice sponsored in part by Optum, and we are produced in the Optum Podcast Studio. Optum and Mountain View Medical Group, they are part of Optum, have 20 clinics throughout the Pikes Peak region. Optum primary and specialty care doctors provide quality, patient-centered care, and they are backed by Optum's industry-leading health services and technology. Optum, dedicated to helping our community live healthier while keeping care affordable. Visit OptumCare.com slash Colorado. Learn more and get an appointment scheduled today. Take care of your health, and Optum is here to help you. Our guest is Bob Stadjuhar. He is with AARP, also known as the American Association of Retired Persons. Thank you for the service that you're helping provide veterans with free tax help. And I have done some research on people once they start taking the Social Security benefits. Sometimes those are taxed. Sometimes part of them are taxed. And you really do need to have a professional that can get in there and help you you want to pay what you owe, but you don't. most people don't want to pay a dime more than what they owe on the taxes, and that's why you can help them. Yes, we can help. Uh, again, on Social Security, the amount of taxable Social Security is based on the other types of taxable income that you have. And the higher the other types of income, the more Social Security is taxed. And some of the people who are going to come in to see you for this service that you're offering, Bob, maybe retired military. So they've got their retired military check coming in. If they have started taking Social Security, they've got that coming in. Maybe they have a part-time job. So you want to get an expert on your team that can help you navigate all the complexities of the tax code and pay what you owe and not a penny more. That's exactly right. And let me explain that uh, you can be assured that your tax return is done right. Uh, And let me tell you why. Uh, Those of us in the program have to train newly every year. We have to pass a certification test that is administered by the IRS before we can sit down and do your taxes. Secondly, after your return is done, we also always have a second set of eyes that reviews what was already done. So before you leave, your return will be reviewed and it will be correct. That is terrific. And you've been doing this now several years here at Mount Carmel. Yeah, this will be our fourth year at Mount Carmel. How's the turnout been so far? It's been pretty good. Um, We usually do in the vicinity of 150 returns uh, during the tax season. We'd like to do more. We can do more. We have the capacity to do more. So we just need those folks out there to go ahead and Call in, make their appointments, and come see us. And again, who qualifies for the program? Pretty much anybody who walks in the door, to be frank. But since we are at the Mount Carmel Veterans Center, we are going to give priority to military veterans and to active duty folks. Do people need to bring proof of service when they come in? Negative. They do not need to bring proof of service. I want to go back to something that you touched on a moment ago. These are professionally trained 
people who are going to be doing these returns. And when people bring in their tax returns, there's sensitive information on there. Social security numbers could be date of birth at some point may come up. So again, you, you want people to feel confident that everything is confidential and the people doing the work are trustworthy. Yeah, that's a key element of the program is the confidentiality and the protection of taxpayer data. Um, so we will, we will review your documents when you bring them in, but then we give everything back to you. We do not keep any documents at all. So when you leave, you take back with you everything that you brought in plus your printed tax return for your records. And I was going to say, Bob, will the person that has their tax returns done at Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center, will they be filed electronically, or will you just leave with a hard copy and then you need to file at that point? How does that work? It's all done electronically. When you leave, we will provide you with a uh, printed copy for your records, but you have nothing to mail in. Uh, we will electronically file both the federal and Colorado returns. What, what, what a wonderful program. I can't imagine. I'm trying to sit here thinking as you're talking, why would anyone not take advantage of this? And <laughs> I, I haven't been able to come up with one good reason yet. Yeah. Well, we can save you quite a bit of money if you come on in, and we guarantee that you will receive all of the credits that you deserve. We'll continue with Bob in just a couple of moments. But first, imagine never having to worry about your information systems ever again. Colorado Computer Support, the exclusive Veterans Voice Technology partner, meets all of our and they can meet your computing needs. Colorado Computer Support, veteran-owned. They're on your team for innovative, collaborative IT services and solutions to enhance and support your Colorado business. When you need IT services to keep your business going, make sure that Colorado Computer Support is on your team. This is how you reach them. 719-355-2440. 719-355-2440. That is Colorado Computer Support and visit online coloradocomputersupport.com. Our guest is with AARP. And Bob, I have learned so much about a great program that's here to help people at Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. Of course, right now we are recording this at the midpoint of January, just after the midpoint of January. So in the next few days, I would imagine people are going to be getting all their documents for filing their taxes. Take advantage of what you're offering and get those taxes done free at Mount Carmel. Absolutely. Uh, one more point. Uh, for those of you who might be listening this down in Pueblo, uh, there is an AARP site in Pueblo that you could you could go to. Uh, the way to find that site would be to go at aarp.org slash taxaid. That's T-A-X-A-I-D-E. And that site will come up, and you can find out when and where that site is available. All right. And what are the dates that the tax preparation begins again at Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center in Colorado Springs? Okay. At Mount Carmel in the Springs, our first day will be February 1st. And we will be doing every Wednesday through the end of the tax season, which I believe for us is April the 12th. And so you'll be here all day on Wednesdays. You're right. Well, we start first appointments, I believe, are at 9.30 a.m. Okay. So, again, what's the phone number? Give that out again, yeah. please. Yeah. Uh, the Mount Carmel main desk is 719-772-7000. And anyone listening right now, that if you know someone who could benefit from this, Please share this message because we want to help people get their taxes filed correctly, 
accurately on time, but of course done in a way that can save you some money. Amen. If you were thinking about maybe going out and buying tax software program, maybe you don't have to. And I know I just upset somebody out there, but that's okay. <laughs> we're here to help veterans. Thank you. It was good to meet you, Bob. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're listening to the Veterans Voice from Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. Coming up in a moment, we've got Alice Hansen with the Rocky Mountain Veterans Advocacy Project. You're listening to the Veterans Voice, presented by USAA in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the Wirenut Home Services. Veterans Voice presented by USAA and the Optum Podcast Studio continues from Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. Our next guest is joining us via Zoom because she is in the Denver metro area. And I'd like to welcome in Alice Hansen. Thank you and appreciate you making time. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate the opportunity to be here. You're doing so many good things for veterans. And let's talk about the project. It's the Rocky Mountain Veterans Advocacy Project. You are an associate director and staff attorney. So what is it that you do? That's a great question. Thank you so much for asking. So yeah, that name is a bit of a mouthful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for getting through that. Um, so we kind of work in two primary areas. So we are a veterans legal services nonprofit. Um, and we really focus on two specific things. So the first one of those is going to be discharge upgrades. So we work on getting discharge upgrades for veterans who have received an other than honorable discharge of any sort. Um, and then we also offer legal assistance with disability benefits appeals. Um, so I always like to say the majority of our clients are either homeless or low income veterans. And because of this, the vast majority of our clients are represented pro bono or for free. Um, so we really try to offer these legal services in a very accessible manner and at a cost that is also very accessible to, to veterans in the area. Anyone who has watched the news may have gotten glimpses of this, that sometimes navigating the VA can be a challenge because there it's, it can just, it's a program that, that has many twists and turns, and you are there to help get the veteran the benefits that they earned and deserve because of maybe a disability that happened while they were serving. Yeah, thank you for saying that. I think it's really important to remember that these are absolutely benefits that veterans are entitled to. Um, it's not something that only certain people should get. It's not something that only the people with the most severe injuries are entitled to. Everyone who served is entitled to their benefits. And um, you're also very right. The VA can be an extremely complicated process. The process of getting accurately represented uh, represented with those benefits, it can take years. Um, we've definitely seen veterans who have been struggling with the VA for well over 10 or 15 years. Um, so we really like to, yeah, exactly, provide a helping hand throughout that system, especially because a lot of the decision-making can be some really complicated legal issues and complicated legal processes. So we really aim to do that in a really friendly um, and accessible manner for veterans in the area. Well, Alice, when I introduced you, I mentioned that you were in the Denver metro area. We're here in Colorado Springs, Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. Don't let distance come between a veteran in our area in the Pikes Peak region and you getting help. 
Yes, thank you for saying that too. Um, yeah, so while we are located, we're technically in Aurora, Colorado. Um, there's a couple different ways that we do outreach to people who are in the surrounding communities um, in Colorado and even outside of Colorado. So uh, like many people, because of COVID, we've been able to offer a lot of our services remotely. Our application process, everything like that, our intake process can be done remotely. So even if uh, you don't have the ability to get to the Denver metro area, that's absolutely okay. We do have clients who are out of state as well. Um, if you are in the Colorado Springs area, which we know a lot of our veterans are, um, we offer bi-monthly clinics at the Mount Carmel Center, where we basically can meet with veterans and talk to them about their issues and see how and what we can help with. Sometimes this is also great for just check-ins with our existing clients, and that's a really great opportunity too. But um, that's going to be every other Friday at Mount Carmel. And of course, if you reach out to Mount Carmel, who are amazing and we love, they can give um, anyone more information about that too. We're going to continue with Alice Hansen in just a couple of moments, but first, every season brings a new strain on your home systems. Veterans Voice partner, the WireNet Home Services, is a company that you can count on when you need issues fixed with your heating, cooling, electrical. They're here for you. They're family-owned and proud to employ honest, hardworking Coloradans. When you need help with plumbing, heating, cooling, or electrical, get in touch with the WireNut Home Services. That's right, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical. They do all of that. They are here for you. You give them a call, and they will answer and get to you quick. 719-399-5021. 719-399-5021. Because if you've got an issue with one of those problems, let's say your furnace isn't working right well, this time of the year, you want to get it fixed quick. Let the wire nut come to work for you. Let's continue with Alice. Alice, again, thank you for doing some pro bono work for veterans. You, you see veterans, you hear stories about veterans who are struggling after they've served the country with housing, things like that. Getting them the proper rating if they were disabled while serving our country, that is key to maybe moving them to the next chapter in their life. Absolutely. I totally agree. I think, um, especially because a lot of those ratings, you know, when you get a static rating, that applies for the rest of your life. So that's really providing stable income. The whole purpose of that is to supplement income that a person may be able to receive. Were they not in service? Did they not sacrifice, um, you know, while they were in service? So, of course, it's absolutely important. And that stable income, you're, you're so right, can lead to um, more stability with housing. It can also help lead to stable employment because then maybe a person can take um, a job, but still know that they have the stable income to rely upon. Um, you know, and I wanted to touch upon as well with, with discharge upgrades, that's also another way that can really, really help um, veterans gain stability, you know, financially and with housing as they kind of, you know, navigate their return back to not being in service. Um, when people do get an other than honorable discharge, they're often barred from getting disability benefits. So you can see that's just another barrier to service members not being able to have that stability and not being able to, you know, really have, have the life that they deserve after their service. Can you tell me some of the ways that you are collaborating with the University of Denver? Yeah, so I think that's something that does make us really unique. So actually, the reason, part of the reason our name is so long um, is that originally we were the Veterans Advocacy Project, and this was actually a legal clinic at DU um, that was started in 2016. So in 2020, during COVID, you know, like a lot of 
big organizations, um, the University of Denver no, was no longer to continue the legal clinic. So myself and three other University of Denver at, um, graduates from the law school really wanted to keep continuing this work for veterans. And we had a lot of clients at the time who we knew needed continued representation. Um, so this time we decided to start a freestanding nonprofit that would continue offering these services. So we really started this with a commitment to being able to continue these services in a you know free and low cost manner. That's our number one priority. Um, so we still do partner with DU. We actually host law students here every single semester. It's awesome because that gives law students not just an opportunity to interact with veterans and get hands-on experience, but what we really hope is that it will create future lawyers who will do veterans advocacy work, um, again, on a free and a low cost scale for people in the community. So we really believe in that work. Um, and then the other thing that we do with the University of Denver is we partner with the Sturm Center for Military Psychology, um, which is run through the University of Denver. And this, um, this is a really incredible organization that can do uh, really thorough mental health examinations for veterans who are kind of hoping to appeal any sort of post-traumatic stress or other claims with the VA or are hoping to get discharge upgrades. And they do this for free as well. So it's just another way that we can kind of increase services that are available to veterans. Terrific. We'll continue with Alice in just a couple of moments, but when it's time for you to consider your Medicare options, it is time to talk to Medicare mentors. They're here for you 365 days a year. Medicare mentors powered by Spark. Veteran-owned Medicare mentors has a longstanding Mount Carmel Veteran Service Center partnership, and they are the Veterans Voice podcast channel sponsor. More than that, they go above and beyond to make sure that when you need them, they're here to lend you a helping hand. Medicare Mentors, powered by Spark, going above and beyond always. Go to MedicareMentorsLLC.com or give them a call at 719-886-3377. Medicare Mentors. All right, Alice, you've had some great information that we have passed along. If someone is listening now, they need help. They've been having some issues with the VA. Maybe they're rating uh, a discharge issue, something like that. What do they need to do to reach out and access your services? Absolutely. So there's a couple of different ways that people can reach out, again, sort of depending on what they have access to. So um, probably the easiest way is to go to our website. So our website is rmvap, rmvap. Org. That stands for the Rocky Mountain Veterans Advocacy Project. On that website, there's so much information, um, including a disability benefits calculator and also information about all of the services we provide. Um, there's also in the bottom right corner, a little button that says apply now. So if you just want to talk to an attorney, that's the button for you to push. Um, and then we will make sure that both our administrative team and one of our attorneys gets back to you and follows up with you about what's going on. Um, also, you can always call us or email us. Our phone number is 720-253-0963. Um, and we always have law students in the office, so it's easy to get in touch with someone, but always leave us a message and we'll get back to you too. And then finally, you can email us at clientservices at rmvap.org. But again, I just want to highlight, we also are down in person at the Mount, um, Mount Carmel Veteran Services Center every other Friday, or we're happy to meet with you at another time as well. Great information. Alice Henson, thank you for making time. We really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Such a treat to get to talk to you. All right. You're listening to the Veterans Voice from Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. Coming up in just a moment, it is time to talk with Linda Sink. She is the Resource Development and Events Manager. Coming up next.
You're listening to The Veteran's Voice, presented by USAA, in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the WireNet Home Services. Veterans Voice presented by USAA and the Optum Podcast Studio continues. Linda Sink, she is the Resource Development and Events Manager here at Mount Carmel, is going to fill us in on some upcoming events. But before we do that, a big thank you to our partners that make this possible. USAA, Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the Wirenut Home Services. A big, big, big thank you. All right, Linda, we're coming to the end of January. So the month, 2023, is moving right along. What's coming up next at Mount Carmel? That's right. Thank you for having me, Mike. I appreciate you be having me here. Uh, as many know, I also run the ambassadors and the volunteers, and I'm always looking for, I will always request and shamelessly re, uh, plug more volunteers, more ambassadors to come out and pay it forward at Mount Carmel to serve our community, our veterans, uh, and oh, by the way, we have an upcoming event, right? Our food distribution mobile food pantry, the next one is on February 10th. This is free to anybody. This is free to the entire community. I would encourage you, if you're interested or you need a hand up, not the handout, uh, start lining up about 9.30, 10 o'clock. Uh, the line starts around 11. We're looking for volunteers to show up around 10. It is at the Norris Penrose Event Center upper parking lot. It's right across the street from us at 1125 West Moreno Street. You can call me or email me for more information or if you just want to come out and volunteer. I'm at 719-772-7000 or lsync at mountcarmelcenter.org. Again, so that's February 10th. And if you want to mark your calendar or save the date, February 24th, March 10th, and March 24th are the same. Same location, same place, same time, same everything. We just have multiple events going throughout the month. Linda, I had the privilege to come to a food distribution earlier in 2022, it was in the summertime, talk to some people that were waiting for the distribution. I'll tell you what, it's so, the, 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 the smile on people's face that we're helping, it's making a difference. If you need help, do not hesitate to come to this distribution because we're here to help people. Absolutely. We're not going to ask you who you are, what your name is, where you live. We're not asking you any information. If you just need help, maybe that one week or maybe that one month, come out. We're here for you. We're here for the community. And we've got other people who want to pay it forward. So again, uh, February 10th is the next one, okay? Uh, after that, we have a disc golf charity tournament to benefit Mount Carmel. Now, this is the first I've heard of since I've been here. I don't know if we've done this before. It's all to benefit the programs and services at Mount Carmel. It's on Sunday, February 26th. And if you're into it, great. If, you, if you've if you never played, they're welcoming all brand new players, all youth. It's a family-friendly event. It's at the Jimmy Camp Road Fountain Golf Course, the Cumberland Disc Golf Course. Now, I haven't played in many, many years, but it was fun. Uh, it's a little difficult, but it's a it's a great new family-friendly event if you want to get out there and pay it forward to the community. It's $25 to get in. You get two discs to play with, and there's a trophy disc for first place. Now, I don't understand all of this. We're going to bring in an expert, I think, in the next couple weeks to talk about it. Uh, but it sounds like a lot of fun. You can go to the website and sign up for more information. It's at D like dog, G like George, scene, D-G-S-C-E-N-E dot com forward slash v4vcs23 
Now, if that's a lot to remember, you can always just call me, 719-772-7000. Ask for Linda. I'll give you all the information, all the details. We're looking for volunteers there. We're looking for sponsors, partners, community ambassadors, all of the fun stuff to come out on a Sunday afternoon and have a good time. I love it because a lot of times I know my using myself as an example, my wife will say, let's go do something fun. Well, listening to you right now, <laughs> this is something fun. You're, you're getting together. You're doing something th- th- entertaining, but you're also helping Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. That's right. You're having a good time, paying it forward, contributing to Mount Carmel, the programs and services that we have to offer. Uh, it's a few hours during the day on a Sunday afternoon. I mean, who knows what Colorado will bring. It'll be wind, rain, shine, snow. Who knows? Who cares? We're going we're gonna to go have some fun. Linda, one more time, how do folks reach you? 719-772-7000 or email me at lsync at mountcarmelcenter.org. Always good to see you. We'll have you on again soon. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. We have more information coming your way in just a couple of moments. We'll be talking about the Veterans Tax Credit and a very serious issue. It's Teen Dating Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And so we're going to talk about those two topics as we continue. You can find us on your favorite platform when it comes to podcasts. Go to veteransvoice.us, veteransvoice.us. You're listening to The Veterans Voice, presented by USAA in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the WireNet Home Services. presented by USAA in the Optum Podcast Studio, Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center continues. We're going to be talking about veterans tax credits in just a moment. I'd like to introduce our next guest. His name is Craig Washburn. Before we get into veteran tax credits, though, and what you do, we share something in common. We were both in the Navy. That's right. You're a shipmate. I love it. It's great. Well, what did you do for the United States Navy? So I was a yeoman, um, you know, kind of the administrative stuff, but did uh, two years in a helicopter squadron and then two years on the USS Saratoga, an aircraft carrier that's now mothballed, unfortunately. Well, we used to affectionately refer to yeoman as paper pushers, but yes. we meant it in a nice way. You know <laughs> that, don't you? Yes, I do. Okay. And thanks for pushing all those papers and getting us paid and all those things that yeoman do. Yep. Because we definitely need yeoman in the Navy. All right. What is the Veterans Tax Credit? Well, so the Veterans Tax Credit is a program that was put together by the Department of Labor um, that actually helps veterans get employed through providing tax credits to employers that hire them. Program that's been around for for decades. Um, but the problem with the the program is that there's a very big gap in the knowledge around the program. So most veterans don't know that they can come with a tax credit to an employer that hires them. And most employers we talk to don't know about it either. Well, that's why we're doing this podcast. That's why you're on the Veterans Voice, because we want to get the word out. So this is just another, if a veteran is looking for work after they leave active duty, this is just another way that we can help get them employed. That's, that's correct. So the program's design, by design is to incentivize employers to hire veterans and other non-veteran um, target groups that have historically faced barriers to employment. We know, you know, in the veteran community, though it has gotten much better in recent years, there's always been that challenge of crossing the divide from being military and going into civilian employment. And so that creates challenges when 
Um, employers are looking at veterans because they don't understand the relation between what they did in the military and how that translates into civilian sector skills. Um, and unfortunately for the veteran, it's also very challenging to communicate those skills um, and to communicate how that fits into the civilian sector. Now, is this program available for anyone who is a veteran of the United States military? Absolutely. So this program starts the second, well, within you know a, a short period of time after we leave the military, um, and then it sticks with us throughout our entire working career. So the, the program elements that qualify us um, for a tax credit for the employer who hires us is around gaps of employment. So if we have at least a four-week gap of employment within the past 12 months, we come with a tax credit. If that gap gets to six months, it's even a bigger tax credit. So tax credits range anywhere between $2,400 all the way up to $9,600 for every veteran hired that qualifies for an employer. So it's a significant amount of money that that employers can put back into their budgets um, to help with more recruiting efforts and hopefully to build hiring initiatives to hire more veterans. We already know that veterans make great employees because of the training they've received in the military, learning how to be on time and follow orders, et cetera, et cetera. But this is another bonus for an employer who wants to bring you a person aboard their business. Now they get a tax credit. You, the veteran gets a job. It's a win-win-win. Absolutely. And there are very few win-win-wins when it comes to, you know, government programs. <laughs> um, but this truly is one. Um, so from a, a veteran's perspective, obviously, when we're going in looking for employment in the civilian sector, we now have to market ourselves, right? So anything that we can bring that are going to highlight our qualifications and skills to an employer are what's going to set us up for potential success. Well, this is kind of that extra check mark that says, hey, by the way, I come with a tax credit. So that's money that you can put back in your budget should you decide I'm the right candidate. And if you look at it from you know, the way that um, it's done in government jobs, so as a veteran, we get preference points in government jobs, right? So if I apply for something within um, a government, they're going to give me an extra point towards hire just because I'm a veteran. Well, in the civilian sector, the government can't give you that preference point, but they can give an employer an incentive, and they do that through tax credits. All right. If an employer is listening right now and they're intrigued about what you've been saying, they may be asking themselves a question because all right, when it comes to some government programs, are there any catches? This is one of those programs that there aren't, other than making sure that you follow the guidelines of the program. Um, and that's what we help employers with um, through our, our platform. So we actually have a, a software program that employers use, and then we actually do 95% of the work for them. But the keys are is that the veteran has to be, um, the, has to complete their side of the paperwork for the credit no later than the day of job offer. So it has to be worked in on the front side of the hiring process. And that's done by intent because the Department of Labor wants to incentivize you as an employer to hire veterans um, when you get down to finalist, right? So they're gonna give that tax credit information up front. So if you don't know the veteran comes with a tax credit or you don't know that during that process, you're not really incentivized, right? So it's, 
that's why it's done on the front side. So the, there's those, and then there's deadlines um, and, and paperwork that has to be completed in order for the employer to get the credit. And getting the word out, I'm sure there are employers that don't realize this credit is out there and that they can take advantage of this and then get a great employee. I would like to ask you, if an employee is sitting there, they're doing the interview, do you recommend that during the process they mention, by the way, if if, you, if I'm lucky enough for you to offer me this position, there's a potential we could get you a, a credit that would help your business. Do you recommend that in the interview process? I do, but I do. Um, I, I recommend it in, in a little bit different way. Okay. So that's on the veteran side, how we help veterans. So the Department of Labor actually pre-certifies veterans into this program because they are only permanent target group within the broader tax credit program. So once you're a veteran, you're always a veteran. You don't lose that status. So they will pre-certify veterans. Um, We actually help them with that. So through our site, um, veterans can come and register, complete the paperwork that's required, upload your veteran documentation, um, and then we submit to that to the government so that you can get pre-certified. We'll then give you a letter through the site that markets you as a veteran to employers that you can use during that interview. So we recommend that it's done at the end because 95% of in, um, employers, when they're interviewing, are going to give you one last opportunity for your soapbox speech. They'll say something along the lines of, you know, thanks for coming in today. Was there anything else you'd like to share before we conclude this interview? And that's your opportunity to say, here's all the reasons why I think you should hire me. And oh, by the way, I've done the legwork to get pre-certified for the veteran tax credit that would actually give money back to you if you decide I'm the right candidate. Here's a letter that explains it all. And then we provide that letter to our veterans to be able to do that. It makes it easy. The employers don't have to take up a lot of time during the interview, and they can go and do the research and potentially use that for for their advantage when they hire you. Craig, that's great. And I could see where if an employer just got through maybe interviewing three people and, and all three people are pretty much equal in, in, in most cases, and then the veteran comes in and gives the employer a potential credit, you just may have moved yourself up to the top of the hiring box. Absolutely. And that's the intent of the program. I always use the car analogy. So you go into a dealership and you want to buy a new Ford truck, right? And there are three trucks that are pretty much equal, but one comes with a $10,000 coupon. Which truck are you going to buy? Well, you're probably going to take the one where you save 10 grand and go, I really don't need the seat warmers that much, right? (laughs) I'm a coupon person myself, so I like the analogy. That's great. What is your message for both employers and veterans if they want to learn more about the program and take advantage of it? Well, the first thing is to do the research. Um, and um, we provide a great platform to be able to start that process for them. Um, and that's at VeteranTaxCredits.com. Um, that's VeteranTaxCredits.com. Um, so you know, for a veteran, the message to you is this program is available. It, it does not cost you a dime. Um, we do all of our work for you for free. Um, and so take advantage of it. Get pre-certified. Get the tools that we'll give you. And hopefully that will shorten your life cycle um, of finding your, finding your next job. Um, on the employer side, if you're looking to hire veterans or you are already hiring veterans, then this is a program you absolutely need to take advantage of because if you're not, you're wasting 
money that the government will give you, right? So that's profit and loss that you're throwing away that you are doing so needlessly. I wanted to go back to era of service. It doesn't matter if you're a Vietnam veteran or Gulf War. Whenever you served, if you have that veteran's status, you can use this program, correct? That is correct. The only the only or qualifier is, is that you have to have 180 days of active duty service on your record. So for some of our reserve components that never get that 180 days, six months of active duty, unfortunately, they don't qualify in some of our National Guard in the same way. As long as you've got 180 days, though, of active duty service, you will qualify for this program. What if you are a retired member of the United States military? Can you still use the program? Oh, absolutely. It doesn't matter whether you were you know, enlisted and did four years or you did 25. It doesn't matter if you were an officer or enlisted. It's for all of us. One more time, how do people reach you if they want to find out more about the Veterans Tax Credit Program? Um, the best place is the website, and that's www.veterantaxcredits.com. Um, that's veterantaxcredits.com. Good to see you. Thank you. Appreciate it, Mike. Our pleasure. Coming up in just a moment, Alice Miles. A very serious topic. We're going to be talking about teen dating violence. That's next on The Veterans Voice. You're listening to The Veterans Voice, presented by USAA, in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the Wirenut Home Services. Veterans Voice, presented by USAA and the Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. We come to you from the Optum Podcast Studio continues. Our next guest, no stranger to the Veterans Voice. Unfortunately, this is a serious topic, but fortunately we're going to discuss it, bring it out into the light, and help people. Alice Miles is a case manager at Mount Carmel. Thank you for coming over and seeing us at the Optum Podcast Studio. Thank you for having me back on, Mike. It's our pleasure. All right, we're going to be talking about something, as I alluded to, and I'm not trying to scare people, but this is serious uh, business that we're talking about. We're talking about teen dating violence. What message do you have? I have so many messages about teen dating violence, starting with it's not supposed to be a scary conversation with your teenagers by any means. This is something that is preventable and can prevent a lot of people in early adulthood from getting into abusive relationships as well because this is such a vital time in someone's life um, where they're developing not only socially but also emotionally. And they uh, start building what I like to call their love map. And their love map refers to what they learn as acceptable in their relationships, what they're comfortable with and what they're not comfortable with. And that can really change the course of their entire dating history as they grow into adulthood. Other interviews that I've had the honor to do on The Veteran's Voice, we've talked about people who are exposed to trauma and how trauma down the line can lead to real problems for people later in their life. This sounds like if a young person is exposed to dating violence, you're talking about trauma big time. Absolutely. One of the biggest pieces there is that um, when you're going through a relationship in your teenage years, that can unconsciously damage your idea of self-worth, your self-esteem, and what love is, actually. And that's probably the most concerning factor of the damage and the trauma that that someone can experience in teen dating violence. And the reason I say that is because teenagers have a hard time, or a harder time, recognizing signs of violence in their partners and misinterpreting what is love. 
So behaviors that are controlling or possessive or manipulative can be seen as something that's attractive because maybe they see this partner as someone who's persistent or just overly concerned and very caring because they want to make sure that they're okay, not recognizing that these are manipulative tactics or controlling behaviors. What are some of the biggest challenges in addressing teen dating violence? One of the biggest challenges in addressing teen dating violence is building that awareness piece. Unfortunately, a lot of the data and the research that we do have to understand teen dating violence and dating violence in general is built off of the, it's called the conflict tactic scale from the 1970s uh, by a researcher by the name of Strauss. And the problem with that is that it doesn't address the complexities that accompany dating violence by any means because it leaves out the meaning the context and the consequences that someone experiences throughout their life after experiencing dating violence. We'd like to help parents now be alerted if their child is in a situation where they could be experiencing violence while dating. So what are some of the red flags parents need to be watching out for? Some of the red flags for that is that they should be looking for the physical signs such as bruises, indiscriminate marks that can't be explained. Maybe your child's academic performance is going down um, if they're getting shy and withdrawing away from their friends or behaviors that are just completely uncharacteristic of your teenager. Now, I'm not talking about those hormonal changes or maybe they've had a bad day at school or something in your personal family life is going on. I'm talking about like complete 180 changes where suddenly their hobbies are completely different, they're acting completely different, and all of their interests have seemingly, seemingly adopted what their partner is interested in. Our guest in this segment of the Veterans Voice is Alice Miles, case manager, Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. What can parents do to support their dating-aged children? So I know that for the parents who are listening right now, they are concerned, and I recognize how much love that they have for their teenagers and that they want to support them into developing healthy relationships so that they can flourish in their adult lives. So for that, I hope that they're able to understand that their teenagers won't always be able to come to them directly. Unfortunately, uh, 80% of parents don't believe their children when they come to them and say, hey, I'm in a violent relationship. And that's heartbreaking. It can come from several different reasons as to why they're not believed, but it does create that barrier. So what I encourage parents to do now is to have open conversations about what healthy dating looks like, boundaries, self-esteem, and just being open about that with their teenagers so that they're not afraid to be the one to come to you first and say, hey, I thought I could handle this and now I can't. I'd like to talk more about boundaries. I'm thinking about, you know, when are you going to be home? Take a phone with you in case something happens, you can get contact. I mean, those are good ideas, aren't they? Yes, they are. It's important to be aware of where your child is and who they're with at all times. Um, you know, not to the extent of starting that fight over independence and being, you know, controlled. But more than that, um, those boundaries that you can talk to your child about in a relationship has a lot to do with if you say you're uncomfortable with something and they're pushing you to do that anyway, that's a boundary that they're pushing if not breaking. And I'm thinking about most phones, if you're on a family network, you can see where your child is. And I don't think it's bad for a parent to just double check because, again, they are not an adult at that point in their growth. 
Yeah, you are right about that. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a bad thing to check in on the location of your child. However, that does branch us into a delicate topic as well that's really common in uh, teen dating violence is digital abuse. These tools that we have developed to protect ourselves and our loved ones can sometimes be abused and as a manipulation tool against your teenager. So many different things to be aware of as a parent but we want our children to have great, healthy, happy, young lives and then blossom into adults. But knowing the warning signs is so important, and that's why we ask you to come in and talk about this topic. What are some important factors to consider when it comes to uh, teen dating? Some of the important factors to consider um, is that while we're gaining recognition for teen dating violence now, we haven't really had some strong resources come together in our communities. And that is something that we're working on right now. In fact, the uh, National Domestic Violence Hotline paired up for Project OPAL to start the conversation on um, teen dating violence in general. Last year's theme was to talk about it. This year's theme is to be about it and develop those resources and start becoming more comfortable with the idea of intervening with teenagers who are in abusive relationships and preventing violence before they even get in an unhealthy relationship. And it sounds like, if I'm hearing you right, Alice, this could come in different forms. And it also could be, it's, a, it's something that may seem insignificant that happened on date one, then date two, something else happened that may on its face seem insignificant. But then when you start adding things up, that's why a parent needs to be alert and being in good communication with their child. Absolutely it is. And one of the biggest things that I try to encourage parents to be aware of and make sure that their teenagers are aware of is those subtle um, indicators interacting with their partners and even their friend groups to make sure that they're being respected in all of their social relationships. So one of those covert things that teenagers may experience is shaming and embarrassing in front of a friend group where their partner may be making fun of them or their interests, their hobbies, and encouraging them to adopt the new ones of this group to fit in better. Over time, with enough pushing, your teen may feel like they need to let go of a part of themselves to better fit in with their partner. And I want parents to be aware of that because social group dynamics are so hard when, as a teenager, all you want is to fit in and belong. And when you're fostering that independence and trying to learn about what love is, that motivation is all the more there. How can someone reach out to you if maybe they have unfortunately experienced some kind of violence or a bad experience when it comes to dating? You're here to help at Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. Yes, I am. I am a case manager first. I do want to make that um, apparent, but I am always open to an email at amiles at mountcarmelcenter.org to reach out if you have questions about that or your kiddos um, and some experiences that they're having. However, you can also readily access um, the National Domestic Violence Hotline if you're having questions about how to broach those conversations with your teenagers or if you have concerns, but you're not necessarily sure if it is abuse. And one of the things that I wanted to end on, we're not really sure, is teen dating violence getting worse? Or is it just now coming out of the shadows, so to speak, than it was 20, 30 years ago? There's a lot of dynamics in play with this uh, issue. We did talk about this earlier, and I'm glad that we're highlighting it now. Um, It's not necessarily getting worse. 
It is, however, gaining recognition, which means that the statistics that we're gathering are increasing and we're becoming more aware of what is happening in times of our lives that we don't normally pay attention to. So while we can see some statistics going down in specific areas, um, my example being from 2007 to 2017, male students went from 7% of a report of experiencing violence in their relationships to 4%. But I don't want people to believe that that necessarily means that the problem is going away. My concern is that there are less reports, that people aren't talking about it, because especially when it comes to teenagers and they're gaining that independence, they trust confiding in their friends more. They want that independence and to feel like they're adults and that they are handling the challenges that are in their lives. So they're, they are talking more to their friends and trusting them, looking for their help, rather than going to their family systems or other trusted adults. Alice, what is your message to community members who want to help get involved and stop this? So for community members who are interested in prevention programs, I believe that a solid program should provide education regarding the various forms of relationship violence, talking about early warning signs as well as assisting teens with understanding the dynamics that come with intimidation, power, and control that underlie relationship violence. This can be incredibly supported with skill building around boundaries, communication skills, and conflict resolution that we often don't teach people until after the fact when it's needed. For those that want to prevent teen dating violence, it will require a clear commitment. In preventing it involves everyone with a clear goal of establishing a consistent, coordinated, and integrated approach in every school and community. And that's why I'm talking to you guys today because I'm hoping that the community is listening. Prevention programs need to be incorporated across our systems and institutions that are serving youth. And I'm not just talking about schools. I'm talking about recreational programs, juvenile justice programs, the foster care system, anywhere where we are talking to kids and providing those services and giving them those recreational spaces. We should have accessible education and resources available for them. It won't be easy, but it is a collaborative effort and it is very worth fighting for. Alice Miles, thank you for making time. It was good to see you again. It was good to see you as well. All right. Case manager here at Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. We always invite you to share this podcast with those you think who can benefit from the message. We are available on all the major podcasting platforms. Go to veteransvoice.us, veteransvoice.us. I'm your host, Mike Lewis. Be back soon from Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center on the Veterans Voice. You've been listening to the Veterans Voice presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center and originates from the Optum Podcast Studio located on the Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center campus in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The podcast channel is provided by Medicare Mentors. Computing Power is provided by Technology Partner Colorado Computer Support. Additional funding is provided by Supporting Partner The Wirenut Home Services. Veterans Voice airs on flagship station KRDL News Radio Sundays at 7.30 a.m. The podcast publishes Saturday at 8 a.m. and is available on all your favorite podcast apps. Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with information on an important free resource for veterans, the VA Health and Benefits app. The tool is like a one-stop shop for veterans. It allows them to view or cancel VA medical appointments, send and receive messages from healthcare providers, 
and download VA benefit letters to provide veteran status or disability payments. Veterans can also manage existing VA claims, find the closest VA medical centers, and get quick access to the VA crisis line. You can download the Health and Benefits app on your iPhone or at the Google App Store, or wherever you normally get your mobile apps. If you already use this app, please share your feedback on your phone's app store. That's the VA Health and Benefits mobile app. I'm Mike Richmond.